From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 409. Today's show is brought to you by Hello, Pen Chalet, and Express VPN. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by the one and only Brad Dowdy. Hello, Mike Hurley. How are you? <gasps> Hello. <laughs> Lennon Toolbar. Lennon Toolbar. Lennon Toolbar. We got a lot of feedback after one of the most epic segments in podcast history not just our show mike just in the general you know podcast history of all podcasts um we got some great feedback about the linen toolbar translation because mike was very concerned that we were missing something here right Mm -hmm. and we were it, this is the mm, no. Were we? What, yes, th- th- we got a translation. We got a, <laughs> we got a couple of translations, but I think the translation that's probably that seems the most logically accurate to me is uh, from Jasper Lai, who said that a better translation would be Lennon's Tool House or Lennon's House of Tools. Those mm-hmm. both. Okay, so if these, if this, if this ink brand was called Lennon House of Tools or Lennon Tool House. I never would have made it into such a thing. But Lennon Tool (laughs) Bar, because that doesn't make any sense, right? Like, what is a tool bar? You're just lying right now. I'm not lying. lying. Look, the names that we come across on this show (laughs) are all weird, right? And I don't usually make Mm. such a thing out of them. But there was, like, two things. Lennon Tool Bar is weird, right? Like, it's weird because Lennon, like, why is Lennon here, right? What You know, like, and then that Tool Bar just sounds strange. Mm -hmm. But also the way it Mm -hmm. sounds when I say it, provides me with like <laughs> it's strange and i like it like i like to say it's it it's yes. yeah but i know that i did my point was that this was definitely a translation thing mm-hmm. right Be- like once you take it from uh the the original which again i think is cantonese i'm not sure on mandarin it's one of the two right like i'm not actually mm. sure i apologize i don't know um, when you take it from the original and translate it into English and you adapt it or not adapt it, right? And then you end up with something a little weird because if you would have made... What they end up doing was like a literal translation, I think, which is Lennon Toolbar, right? But the mm-hmm. better, the kind of anglicized translation should have been Lennon's Toolhouse or Lennon's... Well, actually, Lennon's tool, House of Tools is better. Lennon's House of Tools. Yeah, yeah, that is the better one because that's the other thing about this is it's not possessive, right? It's just mm-hmm. Lennon Toolbar. Like, that's the third part that I forgot <laughs> to mention. It is not like... It's just like there is this concept of Lennon and then yeah. there is a toolbar, which doesn't make any sense. That's the perfect situation, right? That's that's the dream scenario. Linen Toolbar is the dream scenario of the name of this brand, right? And yep. even Jasper admits, like, it's pretty accurate. Linen Toolbar is reasonably accurate for the translation that I would expect, right? And the other possibilities, and see, I could see where they got to where they did is that, okay, I see that this could be construed as Lennon's House of Tools or Lennon's Tool House. Mm-hmm. But Lennon Toolbar is a reasonable translation, and it's the best name. I, I, I just, it's just really, really good. So I got I got the ink, and just so you know, the packaging direct from Lennon Toolbar. Lennon Toolbar. Says Lennon Toolbar on it. And Toolbar is camel-cased. That's the uh, other part that I forgot until now. <laughs> right? That is one word. <laughs> That's This is the bottle from the shop on the packaging is Lennon, Lennon Toolbar. Toolbar. 
but camel case toolbar, not a space. So um, that's on the on the packaging. They do have another uh, bit on on the box that is translated in, into English, and I haven't looked at the translation of that. It says to turn love into ink. So that's see, that's I love reasonable. that stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. ink tells mm-hmm. more. Right, like all these, they're yep. brilliant. Lennon toolbar. You had. So, what did you think <laughs> of your Lennon toolbar? So, what? How many inks did I get? One, two, three, four, five, six, ten inks in in the past uh, week. It is my single favorite out of the entire batch of inks oh, yeah? that I got. Yeah, because it's this really traditional blue black, and there is a range of that color of blue black that can go very wrong. Like it can be really, really dark. It can, you know, show different colors in there. It could be a lot of gray in there. And this ink reminds me, it's kind of like a cross between sailor blue black and pilot Orochizuku Shinkai. It's just as a blue black fan, like even more than an orange, like blue black is my go-to ink and it's just a right on the money blue black ink color which is not as easy to get as you would think so i have it's the first ink out of all these that i've inked up it's actually i mean it's the most normal ink let's be clear we're going to talk about some of the other inks that i got um so it is the most normal ink i got out of all the inks but um inked it up immediately and i love it it's it's a fantastic color so the color i bought is called indigo tegan i don't know exactly what that means I don't know what the T I E G A N, um, not Chrissy Teigen, Indigo Teigen, mm. or Tigan. I don't know the pronunciation or what that means, but super great color. Very, I mean, it's a two thumbs up type of situation. Great color. Very, very fan about it. But uh, this is my colorway, right? Like that's the ink that I love the most and know a lot about the blue blacks. And this was a good one. Uh, so you like this more than the color inks? It's different, right? Like you, how do you compare linen toolbar indigo Tegan with Kala neon groovy? Right? It's like Brad. Look what at those! I'm so jealous of you. Look at the colors that came out in these pictures that you posted on Instagram. Like, yeah, so uh, wild. I put the link in the show notes, but the colors that it's they're like so vivid. So the Kala Neon inks, I got four of the eight colors. I got Groovy, which is purple, Boogie, which is the hot pink, Joy, which is the bright orange, and Dude, which is the blue. These are brilliant. Like, every one of these is brilliant. But how do you compare one of the most traditional ink colors with Kala Neon Joy? (laughs) Like, it's like fluorescent orange, like... So if what's the question that you ask to me to answer? Well, which one do you like better, the blue black or the neon orange? You just you can't you can't do that. Like it's well, I totally separate. <laughs> I mean, te- sure, <laughs> technically you could do anything, but there's not yeah. an answer to that question, right? No, I get so, your point. I get your point. Yeah. These are pretty spectacular. So I swabbed up the four of them. That's the picture you're referring to. We'll have it in the show notes. I just I just dropped it on Instagram. I was opening these on, on stream yesterday. And I was like, well, if I'm going to take these over in stream, I got to get the swabs out. So I got my just little uh, Q-tips and got my color ring oversized, which I love, and just started putting down the inks. The color neon groovy is the purple. 
it's the first one I put down. I was a little concerned about it the moment I put it down because it came out very flat. So these are pigmented inks, which means they're going to be waterproof. But to get that waterproof in it, they have pigment in them. So there's a little bit, it's a cloudy looking ink, right? It's not a clear water looking ink. It looks like a, a muddy pond, if you will, for whatever color it is. It has that look of the um, the ink you're not supposed to put in fountain pens. What is that? hundred percent. What Do you know what I'm talking about? India ink. India yeah, ink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's thick and rich, right? It looks mm-hmm. like a... a looks like a milkshake kind of situation. Like it would, if you didn't know what this was, it would kind of creep you out like, oh, can I put this in my fountain pens? Mm -hmm. And Kala has designed them to do this. Like there's other inks like this, the Sailor Storia pigmented inks, exact same thing. So just a different line of colors. These neon colors are amazing. So the groovy, I was like, oh, this is a little flat going out on the paper. But when it dried, it kind of brightened up. I thought it was going to be a little bit too light of a purple, mm. but it kind of brightened up. The Kala Neon Boogie, the pink, is killer. It's just bright and punch you in the face pink. The Neon Joy, which is the orange, this is the fluorescent that you would think of like in the... 80s or maybe the 90s when you're at the roller skating rink and they turn off the lights and you get those kinds of colors (laughs) is that a little too specific it's like it's totally glow in the dark neon and i don't know that it does glow in the dark but it looks that way that's the level of orange Mm. this ink is the kala neon dude Dude. is the brightest turquoise ink like traditional fountain pen ink basically layered on the page like three times to where it just jumps off the page it's really good Mm. so i'm happy with all of these groovy i'm the least happy with but i think it's going to be fine but when i put it side by side with the rest of them it has a texture that doesn't quite hit you know in the neon aspect that i want it to but maybe we'll see in pens and that's going to be the biggest thing with these, right? How does it act in a nib, not in a big ink swab, right? So how representative are these ink swabs? So we'll test them out. I'll test them out in some stub nibs first, see how they go, um, and then test them out in some finer nibs, see if that's worthwhile. I think it kind of it might be neat to have something like the boogie, right, which is the pink, and like an extra fine nib, and have like a full page of writing of that. I think that effect might come out really, really nice. So... I'm very pleased with these. I might have to look at getting the green one. That was the only one. I, I had to I had to slow down somewhere mm. on my ink purchases. So I, I picked four, but the green one's kind of appealing. They're all appealing, really. Um, but yeah, I'm very, very happy with the choices that I made. They look awesome on the page, right? Even through a photograph, you can see just how cool they are. I'm jealous of you. There, I think they look really. Not, I think they look really cool. They're different. Yeah. They're super different. I mean, it's but it's like one of those things where would I? How much would I really want to write with those inks? I don't know. Yeah. So let, let's just talk about the pigment inks just for a second, and so people that are not aware know what they're getting into. You have to have a more rigorous maintenance schedule with the pens that you're using these in. Oops, you know, you're going to have to, I know, right? So that's, <laughs> that's, that's what me. made me think of that. And like, we're going to talk about this later too, right? That's what made me think about mentioning this, right? You would not want to leave this in your pen for, you know, three to six months, right? Like two weeks. Like if you're not using it regularly after about a week, you probably need to clean it out. 
Like it's not going to damage your pens. It's going to be easy to clean. At least the Kali inks that I've used before that are pigmented, super easy to clean. Don't stain anything. You just don't want them in there forever, right? It's just, it's not your typical ink where you can get away with the, uh, you know, fast and loose rules on cleaning them. Pigmented inks are not something you want to do that with. Um, it just makes it harder to clean. You're not going to, I don't think you're going to do any damage or anything like that, but it's, it's a little bit of a challenge. So there you go. I will, I haven't inked any of these up yet. Um, like I said, I just inked up the linen toolbar out of the 10 inks that I got. So I'll be inking these up soon. I'll be also sending these out to the review crew at the pen attic. So they're going to get some of these. So right. I'm going to, I'm going to share the love, um, except to not with you. Linen toolbar. Linen toolbar. Clearly, I need to become part of the review crew if I want to get these inks in. That's right. That's right. Or not in the UK. One of the two. Okay. Today's episode (laughs) is brought to you by Hello. Hello, make insanely comfortable buckwheat pillows. I don't know if you've ever tried a buckwheat pillow. You should, though. Super different to regular fluffy pillows and different in every way that I love because I get the head and neck support that I'm looking for without my pillow kind of collapsing like a regular pillow. Also, hollow pillows stay cool and dry compared to feather or foam pillows. That is what the buckwheat is all about. It breathes better, means it doesn't get all warm and humid. The easiest con- like kind of thing that I could compare a buckwheat pillow to is almost like a little beanbag pillow um but it's better than that it's more than that really it's not a beanbag pillow it's way more it's 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 natural for one which is great like uh, they actually grow and mill the buckwheat in the united states which is awesome uh but i really love the properties that i get from sleeping on a pillow like this and i've been sleeping on a hollow pillow for a year now every night except when i'm traveling or when i am traveling or when i was traveling i miss my hollow pillow like last night i i I laid down and, and kind of arranged my pillow in the way that I wanted and put my head on it and that's how it stays right like it's not like I put my head on it and then the thing just goes Bleh. like it's not like that <laughs> like that's what I really love about my hollow pillow so they are made in the USA quality construction and materials it's throughout they have a certified organic cotton case which is cut and sewn for durability you should try one of these out and you can hollow will let you sleep on one of their pillows for 60 nights and if it isn't for you you can just send it back for a full refund go to hollowpillow.com slash pen addict right now you can get your own buckwheat pillow today that's h-u-l-l-o-p-i-l-l-o-w.com slash pen addict if you buy more than one because you should everyone in your home should have the joy of a hollow pillow they'll have a special discount of up to twenty dollars off depending on the size that you opt for one percent of all profits are donated to the nature conservancy and they have fast free shipping with every order give it a try if you love it keep it and enjoy your sleep better every night if you don't just send it back. But if you do send it back, I don't know what's wrong with you. Hello Pillows are the best. HelloPillow.com slash panaddict. Go there right now. Our thanks to Hello for their support of this show and really FM. You're selling me. I got I to gotta get on it. I keep saying oh, I'm going to get on, on it every Daddy. time I do it. I know. I know. I know. So we have this next topic, but I want to do something that I rarely do that is really not my style as we lead into this topic, Mike. And I want to stroke my ego for one second. Uh-oh. <laughs> Stand back, everyone. <laughs> I am so not this person, but it made me laugh. So I just wanted to share this little story. So one of our listeners sent me a link to the Platinum 
Mount Fuji blue black ink that I rave about, right? The cartridges you and I got, right? Mm -hmm. From the Platinum Curidos launch. They also issued those in bottles. This was all part of a 100th anniversary celebration for Platinum Pen. And they made bottles of this ink. So I just assumed all those bottles were long gone. Any links I've seen were long gone. And we had a listener send me a link. Hey, I bought these from this place. Here's the link. So I was like, cool. And I went... And I placed an order, and it went through. I ordered two bottles, cause, uh, so I can order one for me and one to give away. I will not be sending you this ink. Um, <laughs> I have cartridges still. I'm fine. <laughs> so this site is called uh, celosteel.it. Did, Did I do that okay? Like <sighs> Stilo? Oof, yeah. So you know us and our pronunciations. We don't have Federico on this show. Stilo, but, um, <laughs> Stilo and Stile. This is Stilo and Stile. Uh-huh. Um, so I'd never heard of them, you know, never heard of the site. They're based in Rome. Place the order for my ink. We'll put the link in the show notes where y'all, if y'all really want this ink, you should go try to order order from there. And the owner sent me an email. Oh, it is Brad from the pen, <laughs> pen Oh my God. <laughs> I have listened to you for years and I appreciate you ordering. I didn't know we're like this new site and trying to do this thing. And he was like super appreciative. I was like, that was cool. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that was very nice of him to send me that." So, anyway, that was uh, that was uh, that was the high point of my week. Mike is is the the pen store owner of the pen shop that I never heard of has listens to the pen addict. So, uh, so there you go. Good story. I feel like really. there's a GDPR violation in there somewhere. Is there? I wouldn't even know what that would um, <laughs> what the issue would be. <laughs> we don't have those kind of rules in in the Americas. You say that though, uh, but you do have okay. To we just don't pay attention to those rules. <laughs> you still have to do that. The... You still have definitely still have to pay attention to them, um, mm-hmm. because the European Union can get very upset at you. Yeah, yeah. So let's see if they get upset about the topic that I really want to talk about. So what I did at Stilo and Stile when I was looking for those inks. Well, I, let me see what else this store has. Maybe mm. they have something cool that I've never seen before. So I'm and browsing they do. around this. Yes they, yes, they do, Mike Hurley. Have you seen the... I have, a, I have a lot to say about this, but it's the the 350th anniversary limited edition of G. Urban inks. G. Urban. And I say inks, and by inks, I mean 500 milliliter bottles of inks, Michael. So number one, oh. did you know G. Urban has been around for 350 uh, years and we're celebrating their anniversary? Did you know no. that? Didn't know that. Yeah, did not know that. Would not have registered that in a million years. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, do you need a bottle of ink that is 500 milliliters? For example, the linen toolbar linen bottle toolbar. of ink I bought is 30 milliliters. Uh, most uh, normal yeah. size bottle of inks are 50 milliliters. So do you need the 10 plus X bottle of ink at your household, Michael? Or maybe the other thing you're asking me is, do I need half a liter of ink? <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. It could go ne- in the cabinet next to the pasta you ordered. Maybe it could. Yeah. I, you know what? Maybe right now, Brad, I do need half a liter of ink. Um, but yeah. I will tell you, that is quite a that is quite an investment to make, right? Like if you've never used the ink before to be like, you know what? I'm going to get half a liter of this. <laughs> like that is that is quite a thing, isn't it, to do? Like yeah. you really you're really committing to I'm only going to use this ink for the next 17 years. 
Right. And let's talk about the commitment. You're not committing to the price, right? It's a very reasonably priced 35 euros, right? You're committing to the volume of ink in this bottle and Mm -hmm. using it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very pretty packaging. Like, that's what caught my eye. It's like, ooh, these are neat Giherbon bottles. Weird, right? Like, it looks like um, I can see why they've done it, right? Mm -hmm. They're going for for the old look, but it almost looks like a kind of. what, like a Western snake oil salesman would sell you from the back of a car? Yeah. Like a pharma- pharmacology bottle or something. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what it was back in the day because there were no filling systems, right? They were pouring it into an inkwell or an mm-hmm. ink pot to dip nibs, right? So that's what this ink was used for back in the at 350 years ago. Oh, God. if you This, this would suck to refill a pen with, right? <laughs> yeah, you, just that's not what it's designed that. for. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's made to be put into another vessel, Yes, right? because... <laughs> You want to get down very far before you couldn't use it anymore. So here's the game I want to play. All right. All right. So I'm I'm just trying to, I, as I was writing, reading the notes before you came online today, just kind of going over them in my head, I was like, I just had this thought. Would Mike commit to using one color of this J. Herbon ink. This only comes in five colors. It's the blue mitosis, pearl noir, violet, uh, rouge, carubier, and vert recita. This is some of their classic ink colors, none of which are my favorite at all. Would you commit to one of these ink colors for the rest of your life if you could get any sailor pen that you wanted? So you Whoa. can get any sailor pen that you want at any time for the rest of your life. But the restriction is your only choice is one of these inks. All right, let me let me understand that when you say like so I have an unlimited budget of sailor pens. Yes. Right? So Forever. In the at future. At any point I can say, I want this one, I want this one, I want this one. And it shows up. And it will show up. And I can keep them. Yes. But I can only put one of these five inks in them. And that's the only the ink that I'm allowed life. to use. That is an incredibly difficult question. <laughs> I mean, because one, like, if there was an ink color of these five that I actually like the look of <laughs> yeah, from that the was images, good. it would be an easier. <laughs> right? Like, if you said to me, if that's a hundred percent why I'm asking this question. Because the question, if the question is. Mike, pick one ink. You're only ever allowed to use one ink of your choosing for the rest of your life. Then I'll be like, yeah, no problem. Right, because all I'll do is I'll pick one ink that I really like, and I'll just use that ink forever. Because, but oh, but these man. inks, they're not that good. <laughs> they're not that good, are they? <laughs> no. Um. This is this is much more complicated than. Mm-hmm. If, Which is the point? If I okay, so am I allowed <laughs> in this scenario? Am I allowed to test these inks out before I make the decision? To, like, pick one? Yeah. I think that's reasonable. I, if, if that's a reasonable ask. Before you commit it to the one, you can try all five of them. I feel like I could do it if I got that. I got to choose. I mean, I'd probably end up with either the gray one or the, like, so what is that, the... Uh, Pearl Noir, the Noir, black one, it's black. Pearl Noir, yeah, it's or the Violet. Mm-hmm. One of those two, I think I would do it. 
Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, come on, look what you've offered me. Right. Right? Any sailor pen forever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go wild on that. But just stuck with the one ink, so. All right, so I have the same for you then. I have the same mm-hmm. for you. Any Nakaya. Mm-hmm. You can unlimited Nakaya budget mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, but you've got to have one of these inks. Nah, I wouldn't do it, which is kind of why I asked, because I don't think I would do it. Hmm. I, 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 I have a lot of inks, and I like what they bring to the table mm-hmm. as far as what they provide me. Like, I get a lot out of the Nakayas, right, obviously. But there's a combination factor that makes me feel things about a pen that I wouldn't feel the same way if I was restricted to one of these five. Right. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of why I put the question because I don't think I would do it. And I, I didn't know what you, I really didn't know how you would answer. Um, um, like a lot of times we can think of what the other one's thinking, but I didn't know how you're going to answer that. But I was thinking as I was formulating this is like, I don't think I, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't make that choice. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. That's what happens um, in the minute, the minutes right before the show. That wasn't in there yesterday when the doc was created. So um, I just uh, thought about that. One of the other things we do, Mike, on this show is we guilt our listeners into things. And you really caused a problem last week. No, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to blame this on you. This was people's reactions to me. Like I didn't, you know, <laughs> I didn't do it. I just lived my life and then people reacted the way that they're going to react to it. You know, <laughs> I can't be blamed for that. So good, good friend and follower and, and uh, Twitch supporter Aaron tweeted us. And it says, I'm going to read this out. It says, thanks to iMike, I felt highly motivated to exercise some of my own demons after listening to the podcast today. I probably have another batch this size to clean. So Aaron has how many pins here? We're gonna, we'll just ballpark 20 mm-hmm. pins here to clean after we heard you discussing the number of pins, you know, more than 20, you know, probably in the 30 to 40 range that you had to clean. You made our listeners feel so bad, Mike, that they had to go clean their own collections. So how do you feel about this? I think it's great mm. for them, you know. That <laughs> 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 they feel that, you know, that, that mm. I'm I'm helping people do something that they want to do, you know. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Now, in the weeks since our last episode, has your situation changed like Aaron's? Like Aaron was proactive and said, hey, you know what? I need to clean these pens. You know, I think I will be happier or uh, less less put out <laughs> um, from the internet people telling me to clean my pens. Did you change your situation at all in this past week? I didn't clean anything. Okay. But I did make a change. Mm-hmm. I created a, a table. Oh, so like a phys- like a wooden table. Yeah, you, I made a wooden table. You need more place to store. <laughs> you need to store more dirty pens on this table. Very busy. No, mm-hmm. I created an Apple Note where I've listed all of my inked fountain pens, with a few exceptions, which I'll get to in a bit, um, and refilled all of them with an ink and noted it down. So now I will no longer have the issue of which ink is in which pen. So when it comes to refilling them, I can refill them with the correct ink. 
that is the thing that I wanted to fix about my situation. And so that is what I have done. There was a word you failed to mention there. Okay. I'm a little concerned. Okay. You didn't mention that I cleaned them. Yeah. Then I filled them. That's what I said. I didn't. And wrote it down. I didn't. I didn't do it. It was because I wouldn't have done it before. So why? (laughs) Why start now? Why start now? Look, Brad, I'm living my life, you know? I love you so much. The change I've made to my life uh, is to, I just noticed one, uh, Lamy Petrol has been changed, autocorrected to Lady Petrol, and I kind of like that more. Nice. Um, But no, I, I didn't clean them. No. Lady Petrol. I like that. Because like... That wasn't the point of this. Like, the point of this for me was I just want to know what ink I have in which pen. It wasn't about, oh, now I'm going to change my ways and and clean my pens every time I fill them. Okay. Mm, Okay. So, we're going to talk about this. (laughs) Why? What is, you know. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I like what you did here. All right. I like exactly what you did here. But did you know there's a website that can help you with this? Like, yeah, I know, well, I know you prefer your little Apple Note deal, and you know I'm going to go into the FPC, fpc.inc fountain pen companion. Yeah, that could be you, Mike. I could I could see you using this site because it's dead simple. Maybe I tell you. All right, like I, I'm aware of this. I knew we were going to talk about it today, but like at the same time, I was like, ah. I for you listen for you I can see this being very useful like exactly what you did and we'll share your table in the show notes mm-hmm. this is perfect for you this is all you need right because really a lot of it is you don't have a lot of inks you have way more pens and inks and I think a lot of people are flipped around right is that exactly fair to say? like yeah and I feel like the the FPC dot ink is more about like I'm an ink person but it's, that's not what yes. it's about for me like I just wanted right. to know what was going in where because I have like four orange inks right like that was the problem and so which orange ink is in which pen well i didn't know the answer to that and i preferred to know the answer to that so now i do know the answer to that you know Mm, i'm having flashbacks well look you know this is me (laughs) i i I like what you did this is exactly what you needed you you did good like i i am proud of you for this like this is this is a really really good good idea so um, there is a few yeah. pens on here that like, so it's a few pens that are not on here because I haven't uh, refilled them yet. So like my Canalea pens are not on here because they're all full and I don't know what mm-hmm. ink is in them. So <laughs> the thing is, and it's the same when there's, I have a couple where there's question marks, that's because they're not empty yet. And when they're empty, I'm going to clean them and then put a new ink in them. Okay. Yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough. I like it. I especially like the the Twisby Go is cult pens question mark. Well, I have four cult pens inks and I can't tell the difference between them, but I know one of them is in there because you've you've got those cult pens inks, right? Like the more yeah, and the fillet, I, I find them very hard to work out which one is which. You just have to look online. I do. I look. I right, totally agree then, with that though, statement. The, the the pictures online they mm. don't match what like you know they're they're like throwing ink all over pages and getting the sheen in them, right? <laughs> And I, I, I can't see that when I'm just used, just writing with a Twisby Go on a page. Because plus, I think I have there's like a couple of them where like they're both red based, and it's like, well, how the hell am I supposed to tell the difference? Mm. Just like, sheen. oh, this one has gold sheen, and this one has blue sheen. Was it? Like, yeah, but 
I can only get the sheen to show up the way that they show it if I'm pouring the ink on a page, which I'm not doing. <laughs> oh, boy. I love this. I'm, I'm proud of you. Really good job. This is, this is like, ahead of, of what most people do, how they, how they track their stuff. So that's good. But I'm, I want to talk about how I'm now tracking my stuff because okay. it's a little bit more um, complex than the situation and a little bit cleaner. <laughs> Cleaner than the situation you're in, um, but we should we should talk about our good friends at Pen Chalet first, because then we're gonna get in get in deep into some FPC ink talk. Yeah, I feel like we need to cleanse cleanse everybody's palettes because yes. no, nobody nobody got on my case by the way, so I was happy about that. I don't think you're an outlier. No, I don't either. But like, I'm the only person brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> to talk totally about fair absolutely yeah so we'll see i i mm, yeah all right this episode is brought to you by pen chalet they sell authentic amazing rollables fountain pens ballpoints mechanical pencils and so much more they have all of your favorite brands monteverde pelican lamy pilot namiki sala caveco so many more and they're an authorized dealer of all of them pen chalet have excellent prices they're doing sales all the time to do closeout specials every couple of weeks and they're adding new styles of pens every single month so you're getting great deals great stuff all the time so why you got to keep going back to pen chalet they have not just the writing instruments but also everything that goes along with it. the accoutrement as some may say brad mm-hmm. we're talking pen holders and cases and refills and inks and converters and so much more they sell internationally they have great shipping rates and they do free shipping on orders of over $50 in the U.S. Pen Chalet has low prices on high-quality pens and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So go to penchalet.com and click the podcast link at the top of the website. Enter the password penaddict for this week's special offer and to get the code that you need to save 10% on anything, anytime at Pen Chalet. Brad, what do we see on offer this time? They have these really cool platinum Macchier fountain pens that I have reviewed before and I love. They're really inexpensive for what they are. They, I'll put a link in the show notes to one that I reviewed. I'm shocked to see these on here. I have one called the Kanazawa Leaf Mount Fuji. And I don't know that that's in this series, but they rotate these series out. These are hand painted uh, platinum fountain pen barrels so black barrels gold trim but the artwork on there is great and they're really inexpensive for like what they are like i was surprised at the price originally like the full retail price and these are the ron retail price which is everyone loves the ron retail price is different math right so Mm, um yeah, I would uh, implore you to check these out. They're really good. He has also got Tasha inks for sale. Mm-hmm. I just got a bottle of that. I have not tested yet. And the Kaveco, uh, the Carbon Sport, you know, the uh, the carbon if fiber you need inlays. a race car pen. I think this pen writes faster because it's kind of mm. carbon fiber. Totally. You know these platinum pens, these Mackay pens? Yeah. This is a pen which is, I think, a rare example of... If you bought this for the fantastic run price, mm-hmm. people would think that you spent like four times the money that you spent on a pen Easy. like this. It, it has that look about it, which I'm not saying that's a reason to buy this pen, but it's sure. just an interesting thing, right? That they look way they look way more expensive than their retail price, um, yeah. but for the prices that you can get them for, I mean, that's bananas. Bananas good. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised. So I. 
I really enjoy. I did not think that this would be a pen that I would particularly love, mainly because, you know, just traditional black and gold, but the artwork's really cool, and I loved writing with it. Now I'm, like, anxious to get it back out and fill it up because I don't have it inked right now, but when I reviewed one, I was extremely pleased, and we'll put the link in the show notes so you can see what I'm talking about, but, uh, yeah, really good deals today from Penchelle. Yep. Uh, so go right now to penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com. Click the podcast link at the top of the website and to the password Pen Addict to get your hands on this stuff. Our thanks to Penchalet for the continued support of this show and Relay FM. So I'm really glad you made that table. I know I, I bust on you, uh, you do. just jokingly, and it's just out of fun. But mm-hmm. I, I really love that you made that table because, like... I think it's cool to like track your fountain pens and inks. Yeah. Um, because it, it's helpful to know what you have inked up in particular fountain pens. It's helpful to know like when you use things or what's, you know, what's I, I going on in I don't think I really collection. realized until last week that I was doing what I was doing. I can see that. Like in my mind, it was like, oh, I know what ink goes in these. Right. But that oh, wasn't I the case. I always say that. Yeah. I say that all the time. I was like, oh, I have this under control. Mm-hmm. Mike, let me tell you, <laughs> I do not have this under control whatsoever. Like, I just inked up a fountain pen today, and I already have, like, 15 fountain pens inked, and that is just way, way, way too many for me. Like, I don't roll that way at all, so there'll be some cleaning going on this weekend. But... What I did discover, and so many people discovered before me, and I'm way late on the bandwagon, is Fountain Pen Companion. So I just wanted to do a little quick rundown of what Fountain Pen Companion is. And I've talked to, Urban's been a follower, Urban uh, Hafner, who put this together. He's a programmer. He built this whole website on his own. He, uh, It's a free service. He has a Patreon. You can choose to join to support him, which I have done, because I think it is what he has built is pretty incredible. And what Fountain Pen Companion was made for was for people to catalog their inks, essentially logging their ink libraries, right? And then sharing them with other people to swap. Basically, you could see what person A has and what person B has, and they could look at each other's collections, see what was missing, and they could trade ink samples or bottles or whatever they wanted to do. And it was also a way to keep a catalog of your own personal ink collection, which is something I've always wanted to do, but just never got around to doing. Fountain Pen Companion made that super easy. It was shocking how easy it was for me to set this up. So we'll share a link to like my ink page that's public on the uh, on the Fountain Pen Companion site. So you have like a little profile page, and I've only put in sixty inks so far. Let me tell you only. something, Mike. <laughs> so if you asked me before I started cataloging my inks into Fountain Pen Companion, you said, "Brad, how many bottles of ink do you think you own?" My guess would have been. I don't know, 150 bottles, give or take, right? That's a super outrageous, ridiculous number. So I have this one shelf in my closet where all my inks are on. And I said, well, I'm going to start with Fountain Pen Companion. So I'm going to grab my sailor section of inks, bring them out to my desk, and log them all. Because sailor inks, I know I have the most of. They're my favorites, and I want to start there. So that was like 50 inks right out the gate. And that was like one-tenth of my shelf (laughs) 
of inks. I think I'm going to have more than 150 bottles of ink, Mike. Do you think that, like, doing this cataloging is going to make you do something about that? Or or no? It doesn't have to, but I just want to... A hundred percent. Yeah, you think this is going to make you get rid of some? How do you even get rid of ink? I would just sell it, you know. I would have, like, a one-time ink sale because inks are really nightmare to ship and like i might just do it in a ridiculous fashion where you get like three bottles like grab bag style or i don't know we'll see like selling one-off bottles of ink sounds like a nightmare so i'd want to do something else so we'll see i'll have to i that i haven't gotten that far this is totally gonna make me look at what i have and eventually sell some things and it goes for pens too you can add in your pens here so Adding it like adding in an ink is as simple as typing in the ink brand, the ink color, and what format you have the ink in. Do you have a bottle? Do you have a sample? You know, do you have it in a cartridge? And hitting save, and it pulls up the ink color if it's been entered into the database already. So you can see like all these colorful um, swatches on your page. You know, as digitally representative as it can be, which is it's pretty close. Like it's really good. And that's it. Like, it takes you, like, 20 seconds to enter in an ink. And so I just grabbed all my inks, all my 50 Sailor inks, and just put them all in in about 20 minutes. And then they were all in there. So what that allows me to do, Mike, is then I can go to the pen page and enter in my own pens. Mm -hmm. And that's just as quick and easy. Those are more just, like, line items. Like, you're almost like you're filling out a spreadsheet. You know, pen brand, pen type, nib. And then... You take your pen page and your ink page and you go to the currently inked page, Mike. And that's where I think you're at with your table is I can take my currently inked uh, pen and go on the currently inked page. I can go, I have this pen with this ink in it and this is the date I inked it up. Mm. And then boom, I now have a page of currently inked pens. Right now, mine says currently inked. You have five pens inked. Um, I have about 15, so I have a little catching up to do. But what I've done is just on my browser toolbar, Mike, whenever I grab something to use, I put in the information, right? I'm not going through spending all of Saturday cataloging everything. If I wanted, if I have 15 minutes to catalog some inks, I'll go grab some or heck, even take a picture just so I can reference it without moving or bring my laptop into the closet, which that seems lame. But I can enter you know, so many products in a short amount of time. And that's the best part about Mm. this. I was like, oh, this is going to be unwieldy. It's going to be time consuming. I'm not going to get any benefit from it. And all of those assumptions were wrong. It's very, very simple to use. One of my favorite things, the page that will get you in trouble, Mike, is called Leaderboards. I saw the Leaderboards. (laughs) Oh my God. So you look through that and you see all of our friends' names on there. Like we know oh, like Jesse's everybody like on these pages. Killing these. So Jesse between Jesse and Yagen, um Macchiato Man, they uh they're oh and Kelly, Mountain of Ink, and there's there's so I like all these people, uh Ink Antidora's in there. Every everyone's in here. This is outrageous. So um we know all these people. It's outrageous. So yes, it's pretty funny One to look could at the suggest- this is too many bottles of ink. One could suggest. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I would not, but 2002 <laughs> uh, bottles of ink could be 
Oh, sorry, one thousand one hundred thirty-eight bottles of ink could, could samples. Be, uh... Let's say those. I think those are samples, not bottles. Oh, mm. well, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, you're right. You're right. Those are bottles. Yagen is the bottle man. Mm-hmm. I think he bought the entire Sailor Ink Studio in bottles. I mean, that's like going to do all it, of it. You know, that's like one hundred twenty-five, hundred fifty or more, just yeah. in that order. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a feeling. I don't think I'll get into the bottle leaderboard. I hope I don't, but I bet I probably I'm probably more like 250 instead of the 150 I was thinking I had. So that's pretty nuts, and I will have to do something about it. But that's what's helping me, right? I'll be able to narrow down some of these inks. I'll be able to narrow down some of these pens. Really try. I've already set aside a space for like future sales. Oh, I should probably sell this type of stuff. And yeah, I like I'm gonna put a blog post on Pen Attic one day. Once I, I, I kind of did my walkthrough for the Panatic members and I'm going to post it publicly one day, just my walkthrough of my setup. It's, I stayed away from it, honestly, because I thought it was going to be too much and too time consuming. It is really simple and easy just to add one ink and one pen and pair them up together in like a minute and then you're done and then do it tomorrow. If you grab another pen, like it's very easy. So uh, Annabelle, who is part of the Fountain Pen Companion podcast, also does work uh, for Applebaum and also is the nib repair person in Europe that all of that we are now sending any of our friends in Europe that are asking us, hey, who can repair our pens? Annabelle, she did a video kind of doing a walkthrough of the setup of Fountain Pen Companion. I'm, I'm committed. I'm a huge fan. I love what Urban did. I talked to Urban about this. Um, we might have to get him on the podcast to one day to just like discuss this a little bit more because he's just programming this in his spare time. Right? Like he's a computer programmer mm. and I like what he built here and it's so uh, very cool. On this page, where does it show the pen that you have the ink in or does it not? Ah, that's a very good question, Mike. So pens are private until you make them public. That's good. Because you don't want people seeing that level of product without permission, right? Yeah, because that's that's value. There isn't a lot yes. of value in inks, but there could be a lot of value in pens. Yep. So when you go to the pen page, there's a big, a big message that says, "Hey, this is private because you know these can be like essentially valuables for some people, and we don't yeah. want to um, make that information public." So that okay. was very cool. That is good, actually. Yep. So you can share that information on your own, but it is not publicly accessible for people to okay. just stumble upon. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yep. This is I mean, like again, this is a very cool thing, but it's just not for for me personally because totally. I would have like ten. Here's the best way to say why it's not for you. Based on your table, you're done. Yes. Right? You don't have to do anymore. No. Like you've you've filled all the blanks that you have right now. For me, it's helpful because I'm just getting started, right? Yeah. So I can see the one thing that might be interesting for you, Mike, is you don't have to necessarily list fountain pens in the pen category. Like you could list out all the retro fifty ones you own on a page. Y- yeah. But that wouldn't stop you from putting in a table because that's pretty static as well. Mm. Nor do you. Like, why would you need that necessarily? It would take too, me so. a long time to work out the Retro Fifty Ones because I don't know <laughs> the names of most of them. Yeah. So I would have to, like, find them with... Uh, that would be hard. That would be really difficult to do. Yep. 
All right, let's uh, take one final sponsor break and then do some hashtag AskTPA to round out today's show. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, we've been running behind on AskTPA. We'll see mm-hmm. what we can get to this week. We, we won't get to all stuff. of them. We've got lots, yeah, which I is keep, great. I keep promising. I should probably like highlight the ones I keep promising people to answer then don't answer them for weeks, but yeah, yeah. there's that. <laughs> well, you have a few minutes to get those together while I thank ExpressVPN mm. for their support of this show. ExpressVPN is a software that I and many others use day after day to protect the data online because hacking methods now are more sophisticated than ever. Maybe uh, many of you might be working from home at the moment without your IT department to protect you. Um, That's why I recommend using ExpressVPN. It's one of the many reasons I recommend using ExpressVPN. Um, I use it whenever I'm not connected to uh, my home Wi-Fi, but there are still times when I'm connected to my home Wi-Fi that I will want to use ExpressVPN. Um, for me, mostly, it's like a lot of the geo-restriction stuff, right? Like, I might want to use it for that. Like, if there's an article that I want to read, but I can't read it uh, in Europe, which is a thing that happens quite a lot, ExpressVPN can help me kind of spoof my location and let me read that stuff. You may know about ExpressVPN by now, but you could be leaving the door open to people bad people out in the world. One of the easiest ways to secure your internet data is with ExpressVPN. So why haven't you tried it yet? Go to expressvpn.com slash penaddict and get an extra three months for free. Protect your internet today with the VPN that will keep your data safe. That is expressvpn.com slash penaddict. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, very first question here from TimmyGU, hashtag AskTPA. What's your favorite kit for letter writing? Me either. But I have answers for this question. <laughs> so it's a it's a running theme and, and joke that Brad does not write letters. Generally true, but I have several sets of writing papers mm-hmm. and envelope sets, mostly for the paper. Like I like to test out the paper that these letter writing kits. Also, these are like in. aspirational things. Like I like to think of myself that one day I would write <laughs> letters, so I buy letter writing kits, you know? Absolutely. So the Clairefontaine Triumph uh, tops the list. It's, it's just like, really, really great. Paper. I have tools for cleaning pens. <laughs> Not that you I have use a tool them. Bar. Do, I wish I had a toolbar. Tool if I had a pen mm. toolbar cleaning bar, then maybe I would do it anymore. But I stepped over here. Clairefontaine, you said, right? <laughs> Clairefontaine Triumph. That's probably the most popular. Right, it's just really good quality paper in a pad that's um, like glue bound, but it's very clean. So, like, when you rip off the sheet, it looks like you're just using a single sheet, not that you tore something out of a pad of paper. Mm. And it can come, it comes with the envelopes, you know, as part of the kit. So, like, that's what I'm assuming you're asking for the kit. My favorite, though, would be the uh, pilot letter pad, which is just a really, you know, any Japanese product is going to, you know, pique my interest for sure. I like this. It has a really wide ruling, which is kind of neat. So, if I'm writing a letter... You know, on the few times I've ever written a letter, I have used this paper because one of the points is my letter of my letter would be to show off the ink and the nib. So I'll have these big spaces between lines and use like a 1.1 stub nib and use my big blocky blocky letters. It works perfectly on this paper. It also can uh, come with matching envelopes. So those are my two really go-tos. I actually use those papers all the time just because they're good papers. So... Next up, Mike. 
Hobby Collector 9 says, Am I crazy for skipping over almost all cartridge converter mechanism pens? I much prefer piston, filler, piston fillers and the like, but I'm sure that I'm missing out. Seems like converters never write as well for me with regards to ink flow. Tell me that I'm missing something. Okay. You're not missing anything. Mm-hmm. I do think that the ink flow is comparable between the two. I understand the idea that you might think it's different. Maybe it's like this placebo effect thing going on that, oh, this mechanism isn't as nice as the other, therefore my writing experience is assumedly not as nice. Mm -hmm. But you're not missing out if you choose to only use piston fillers. Like, I don't think you're missing out. Like, that's totally fine. I know several people that do the same thing that you do, that they will not consider a pen. Let's take Leonardo as a perfect example. And, you know, none of them are piston fillers. So are you missing out? No, because you're enjoying what you like, right? And you shouldn't force yourself into purchasing anything that you're not, that you don't have like a, just a, a, a direction for liking, right? That you might question after you purchase. Like you never want to spend your money on something that you're just not dedicated to. So no, I don't think you're missing out, right? So, you know, there's brands you just have to eliminate, but you like the piston filling mechanism. You like what that brings to you. And if that's all you want to use, I don't think you're missing out at all because you're using what you enjoy. Yeah, I think so. I mean, honestly, I can't, I can't say that I have noticed any difference in ink flow for me. Like I, it's never something that I've, that I've noticed. Like it's all, they all, I, I don't think I've ever used a pen where I'm like, Oh, I think the ink flow is not so good because of the filling system, but maybe I'm Same. just not attuned to it. I don't know, but I've never noticed it. Yeah, I haven't noticed that either. I think that's probably just, you know, putting two to two and two together like incorrectly. I just don't think that's the case. But mm-hmm. you know, can I can I prove that? No, but it doesn't you know, based on years of using all kinds of different pens, I've never thought, Oh, this pen isn't working as well because it's not a piston filler. That's never come up. Frost Virus asks, after finding the show, I wanted to try a fountain pen and got a platinum preppy to dip my toe into the water, but I hated it. I also picked up a Signo DX, and it's my new favorite pen. Is it okay to like pens, but not fountain pens? Is there something else I should try? <laughs> I, these these two questions are very similar, right? They want, or they're looking for support to their stance. And yeah, like, use what you like, right? We're always going to say use what you like some people absolutely hate fountain pens and you know love their gel ink pens or love strictly pencils and won't use a pen right you have to look at how you use things what you get your enjoyment from what makes your handwriting look great and it doesn't have to be all of the things like me like i use all the things and can find enjoyment in all of them maybe a fountain pen doesn't work for you that's totally okay my website was built on not fountain pens right like everything for the first couple years of the pen addict first two or three years there was probably just a handful of pen reviews if that uh fountain pen reviews if that so yeah it's totally okay like i love the signo dx it's one of my favorites of all time um, for obvious reasons like i've made helped make a pen barrel around that refill i adore that refill and you should too if that's the pen that works the best for you 
you know, it's, uh, it's totally okay to use that pen. And, you know, if that's your favorite pen, you just say it loud and proud. I'm, I'm a DX person and that's my pen and it's the best because it works the best for me. And that's all you need. And, you know, I would say stay open to things, try things out over time. Like it might just be that the Platinum Purpy just wasn't the right fountain pen for you, but there is one. Um, but it's not that you have to, uh, but using one pen doesn't mean that and not liking it doesn't mean that the brand, the category wouldn't work for you. Very fair point, And I totally agree with that. So one good thing about all the variety of things that we talk about is maybe you'll hear something one day that clicks and you maybe you'll have an opportunity to test something out before you buy it, right? So you can take in that information, say, oh, maybe this other pen seems kind of interesting. So when I have the opportunity, I might test it out and see if I can buy it. And maybe it, maybe that's a fountain pen. Maybe it's a pencil. You know, maybe it's who knows. But yeah, I think that's a very good point by you. And Carol asks, I am an artist and I am transitioning from at Koinor, uh whoa, from a Koinor four by zero. You want me to you want me to take this? I need you to help I know what, translate I know this, this for me. So it's a it's a rapidograph, right? Okay. So the Koinor rapidograph is I don't even a, know what that is. Yeah, so I'm explaining to you. It's essentially an engineering pin where it has a very fine, sharp needle in in Carol's case. Uh 0. 0.018 it's teeny tiny it's a pipe and these pipes out of these pins are completely flat with no rollerball in them okay mm-hmm. so just think of it as this very needly type of deal and they use a very specific ink um to write with so very tiny very fine so carol says i'm an artist transitioning from that Cohenor rapidograph other companies make this but it's all the similar type of pen uh, Rotring is another one. Transitioning to a Platinum Century 3776 UEF, which is the ultra extra fine. That's a one. That's a 0.1 millimeter tip fountain pen, right? So it says I go through quite a number of nibs on the Koinor because they're very delicate. They are they are very delicate. They clog. They get dirty. You have to clean and manage them like a fountain pen. You could not use them. I've tried. I've decided to try to uh, use a fountain pen. And inks as a replacement, as well as the Koinor nibs are very expensive and now very difficult to find. So agree with all that. My question is, how durable is the platinum nib or other fountain pen nibs in relation to technical pen nibs? Can I expect the wear from constant use and drawing cause the nib to wear away, especially on the UEF or the extra, extra, extra fine nibs? I'm having Mark Backus grind me some custom needlepoint nibs to match the rapidograph. Can I expect that I may wear these down similar to what occurs on the rapidograph nib? I appreciate your advice. This is an awesome question. Like This is right up my alley, even though I have to say I don't have a very like factual answer This is so far above my pay grade this one <laughs> this is right in my wheelhouse except i haven't tested this right so my thought would be your steel needlepoint nibs uefs triple extra fine are going to hold up better than the technical nibs gold nibs like the platinum, you might have more variance in those nibs because they're softer. And while they may not wear down, you might have the tines go a little bit wonky. 
depending on your hand pressure. So, right, it's the I think the gold nibs are going to be a little bit more sensitive to hand pressure than the steel nibs. But I like the steel nibs needle points, I think would last longer than the technical nibs, right? They're not going to wear down like as far as like, oh, you're going to, you know, round out the nib because you use it so much. It's not going to be like that. But like the gold nib could become misaligned, right? You're not going to have that. Um, Like a, a technical nib is a round tube, right? The UEF nib has a tine in the middle. So there's movement between the tines. I'm, I'm doing a little thing with my fingers as I'm, I'm talking right now. So there's, there's movement between the tines right there that over time, those tines could get misaligned. And I think that would tend to happen more with a UEF gold nib than like a needlepoint steel nib. It's just going to be firmer, finer. I think big picture, general terms, you're going to have better luck long term with the needlepoint fountain pen nibs than you are with the technical nib pens. They're also going to be easier to clean. Those technical nib pens are not easy to clean. So I, I love this question. That's why I put it in there because I've used all of these pens, but I haven't done that type of comparison, which I think is pretty cool. So that's, these are my general thoughts on what I think would happen. Having used both of these types of pens, I don't think the fountain pens are going to be as fragile except the gold ones might they might have a little more maintenance with with the tine alignment so i think you might get a little bit more variation all right Did you do write we, all that down yeah man i'm, I'm on it okay <laughs> <laughs> so you know for next time when i'm not here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can definitely give that answer i'm sure i'll remember all of it okay should we do any more today uh let's wrap it here today okay. we have because we probably have about 10 more to go. So mm-hmm. we'll save those for next week, knock some of those out. I apologize if I'm a little bit slow in getting to your answers, but when you get questions as awesome as these, I want to make sure make sure they get in there. We're, we want to try to answer them all. So though, this is great. Thank you everyone for sending them in. Yep, and if you do have questions, you can send out a tweet with the hashtag AskTPA and it will get included. Or you can email them directly to hello at penaddict.com and we can uh, pick them up there if they're longer than a tweet or two. Uh, if you want to find show notes, you can go to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 409. Uh, also, there's a link there in the show notes, which you can find on the website or in your show uh, or your uh, podcast player of choice to become a Relay FM member. We've got tons of great benefits for you there. It helps support the show as well. Uh, talking about support, thanks to ExpressVPN, Penchalet, and Hello for their support of this show by sponsoring. And thank you most of all for listening. You can find Brad online. He is at Dowdyism on Twitter, at Penaddict on Instagram. And you can uh, follow along with Brad's Twitch streams Tuesdays, Thursdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. You got anything coming up this week or next week, Brad, that you want to talk about? Um, probably next week I'm going to have a big unboxing of all kinds of stuff. I tend to do a lot of unboxings. I've had a lot of packages come in. So that's what we've been on a kick on uh, here recently. People love unboxings. Uh, I am I Mike I am YKE on social stuff if you want to follow along there you can we'll be back next time until then say goodbye Brad goodbye Brad